Hello, people of the internet. <laughs> you got to keep going now. <laughs> Welcome to episode 75 of the Flip Games podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. A weekly video game podcast where two people, friends uh, from the same nation, uh, come together to discuss video games. And there's lots of video games. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Max Wright, uh, and I'm joined by Stephen Radford, as always. Um, Hello. Uh, well, not as always. Sometimes. You know, someone I can be bothered Sometimes it's up. not. Yeah. 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 But, now know. the reason that sounded terrible for those listening is because um, I originally just completely copied Pete, um, as I often uh, like to do. You and, look the same. Where's uh, the blue hair though? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I know my beard's not as good as his, and uh, yeah, I, I just tried to sort of do a Pete thing. It didn't work out for me, so I decided to riff it. And apparently, that's not my strong point. So, uh, welcome to a slightly unorthodox introduction to the episode. Um, this is quicker than the last one, very yeah. much quicker than the last one, to be honest. So, I, I like it. Um, yeah. Well, on that, on that, speeding through things, why don't we jump straight into it again uh, yeah. with? Yeah. Uh, well, sorry, were you not ready for that? No, it's fine. You know, you know, you're the host. You, you, we're just straight in the fast lane today. It's great. I like it. Well, we don't have to be straight in the fast lane. How are you, Steve? I'm okay. How are you? I'm very well. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Pete's not here. Very sad for us. He isn't um, here, and it is sad. Um, but you know, that life goes on, and we've got to record a show. We've got two shows to record. We do. So look out. We for, do. Look out for me and Max in in your ears, eyes. Yeah. Wherever. <laughs> Wearing different outfits, um, hopefully, as that's the that's what I like to do when I when I record. Oh, see, I usually forget to do that, um, but we are recording on different days, so hopefully, yeah. I'll have a different jumper on. Tomorrow. This is why I get to be host this time. Um, let's kick things off today. Yesterday, there was an Xbox Developer Direct. Uh, it was very strongly rumoured, I think, for most of January, there were people saying it was going to happen and that certain things were going to be showed off, um, showed off, shown off. Um, and that was outlined exactly what was going to be shown there. It was like the, we're going to show four games, and you're going to have mm-hmm. like dates that, that are going to be announced for releases in in 2023. They said Starfield wasn't going to be there, and it's getting its own um, event. I think they've they've confirmed that now, um, along with like the summer showcase that they're doing. But they had like a couple of they had like a surprise game that they they showed off as well, which was nice. Yes, which we'll get to. Um, yeah, there was, so in the end, it showed off five games, uh, all from sort of internal studios. So not sort of not like a normal sort of Nintendo Direct, where it might be sort of a mix. This was very much uh, internal stuff. Um, we'll get to the sort of the new game in a moment, but let's start off with: Did you actually end up watching the event live, Steve, or did you just uh, catch up on it like I did? No, I was watching it live. I was at my friend, mm-hmm. uh, my friend Nat's house, and he was making us some lovely soup. And then he has notoriously terrible internet in his flat. Nice, so okay. um, it like cut out while they were showing Hi-Fi Rush, and I was like, we had audio, but there was like the pictures weren't moving, and I was really excited about the game because it was like the new game that we didn't know anything about. Like we'd we'd all seen the other ones, I didn't really care about any of those, so I was just like, I really wanted to see what Hi-Fi Rush was all about, and I missed it. And you thought it was like the quarry where it was like all still images, but there's voices. That's, and the, stuff. that's like the quarry? Dusk to Dawn or whatever. It's dusk called. to Dawn, like, yeah, whatever. whatever. Dusk Falls, God. yeah, as Dusk Falls. That's it. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like now, that. Now, what interested me most. What interested me most about this event uh, is that it was, I think it's one of the first sort of like non-Nintendo events in this style that's specifically referred to itself as a Direct. Yeah, I think like you're this probably was called right. the Developer yeah. Direct, right? Yeah. Now, 
we know that Sony has been doing state of plays for a few years now, and and a lot of people have jumped on the sort of Nintendo bandwagon as 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 things often happen. You know, I Nintendo comes like, in, it sets like, a sort of stage. Like PlayStation's are more similar to a Nintendo Direct. This very much was Massively. like developer centric. It was mm-hmm. we're going to go over to the developers' offices. They're going to show you some behind the scenes stuff. They're going to yeah. talk about the development process. They're like have multiple people that worked on the game, and you'll kind of hear from. The horse's mouth what it's all about what they did you know forza motorsport i think was the the biggest example of that like they went into intricate detail about like the mm-hmm. number of cars the photogrammetry that they did on the tracks all sorts of things like that but i liked it yeah we, yeah I, I do think that that is a great way of doing it i remember specifically e3 2014 there was a nintendo direct where they had they like announced platoon and they cut to the developers and developers did a whole bit about this is our new this is our new idea this is the new game and they had a lot of that sort of that sort of stuff um i feel like a lot of that has dropped out of, of nintendo directs the indie directs do it a lot where they just go or the well, you're, you're words, right they'll have that called. like little piece and then maybe like the interview after they've seen the trailer but so what did you think of our game you know like mm-hmm, i remember mm-hmm. with that like a uh, little to the left cat game in one of the nintendo directs specifically because they showed the cat that the the game was was based on I, yes, I, yes, I do like those those kind of bits if they're done well. Sometimes they can drag on and be really boring, but when yes. but I think Microsoft did a really good job. The production quality was was clearly really high. They've like brought in a team mm-hmm. specifically to produce this and go around to all of the different studios. Well, let's dive into what these studios are talking about, shall we? Um so I think it opened with Minecraft Legends uh from memory um this is a game i wasn't actually aware of even existed until until this event oh really um I'm sure, yeah, well there's always different i know i know the minecraft dungeons one and there's other minecraft tiles but this one specifically having having watched the gameplay that we're looking at now uh this is the first they, day i ever saw they this hadn't game. ever shown it really so they'd shown right. the they'd shown the game they'd shown i think they'd shown this this footage that we're seeing now but no one really knew what it was like they they hadn't shown any of the base building stuff and the fact that you went to to kind of assemble an army and it was a bit of like a, a strategy game. I don't think they yeah. revealed any of that. They'd they'd spoken about what the game was, um, but never really shown us in intricate detail. I think this is an odd choice for Minecraft specifically. I don't oh, think really? you can sort of. There is a little bit of base building, but like I just don't know how they've put this together. Other than it's a strong IP. Um, but it's, it's also a strong IP to do something that I would say it seems, it seems quite risky to do something like this, um, considering the sort of maybe age uh, demographic of Minecraft. I know it's sort um, of quite general. I play Minecraft, but I feel like something like this maybe is is uh, you know maybe maybe a bit riskier. But yeah, I mean it, it's to be seen, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think Microsoft's kind of risk strategy when it comes to to games like this are. Uh... You know, are people going to subscribe to Game Pass and play it? But with this one, it's mm-hmm. got the Minecraft label on. I feel like the Minecraft moniker is the same as like Mario when it comes to Nintendo games. So they could put that on it and it, it'll sell. Uh, it yeah. might not sell like hotcakes, but it will sell some. And and I I agree with you. I think it's just a bit of a strange one. But I could also see it as you know thousands of people grew up with Minecraft. They've grown up. They love it. My partner's one of them. And um and then moved on to other genres and why not give like cater to all of them right we had the dungeon crawler as you said with minecraft dungeons why not have like the action strategy game and base building and that kind of thing catered by minecraft legends and i think 
my biggest issue with it was visually, it looked very, um, very confusing and chaotic on the screen. Like mm. all of the elements seemed to merge into one. Like the characters that you were moving seemed to merge into the background because of I think it was kind of the the angle that it was at. It looked very confusing to me. But I kind of feel that way about all strategy games that I I look at someone else playing. And when I'm playing it myself, I can kind of understand what's going on. Yeah, you need to sort of understand what's going on because otherwise it just looks like a mess, doesn't it? Um, it's like if anyone looks at the Xenoblade or Monster Hunter UI and they're like, what is going on? And you're like, oh, that's all very necessary and important. Don't take mm-hmm. any of that away. Um, I yeah, I agree with you on the visuals. Like it's it's like I didn't like when Minecraft Story Mode did some changes to the to the the characters and stuff and it it kept the blocky look of them but also made their mouths sort of like a tiny bit 3d but not quite 3d it was a bit gross this i, I don't like I, I this i don't hate as much but i still feel like it's the chibiness and the big heads are all a bit odd but hey if it fits in the style also we said about it being chaotic there's a bit where you're clearly sending an army in somewhere and a character sort of like throws something that lands in a specific point in the end the, the, the army starts going towards it how how assuming that's in the way of gameplay and it's it is from that angle how can you be that precise i'm that, sure i'm that sure i don't know i'm sure there'll be like a point or something that you're moving yeah that maybe they've removed just to make it visually more appealing but uh with a, with a with a mouse i mean that's the most simple solution right you have a mouse yeah. and you click with a controller it's going to be a little bit more um a little bit more yeah, you, you know, uh, free roam, but th- you know they're bringing Age of Empires to console, so I'm sure they can bring that's Minecraft true. Legends. Um, and well, they are. They're bringing it to everything. They yeah, that's true. In April, right? April 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, April 18th. It's going to everything. The Switch is going to the PS5, which I guess another uh, you know something, something Sony can't complain about in terms of uh, their ongoing arguments with Microsoft about the Activision um, takeover. But oh well. Yeah, that's heated up again. We'll probably talk about that another week. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to to checking it out. It comes to Game Pass, so I might as well give it a, give it a try. Uh, yeah. I just don't know if it's for me. I'm not a big Minecraft guy anyway. I used to be back in my teens, but that was a a long time ago at this point. It's something I picked back up last year, um, and would probably still be up for doing. I installed it on my Steam Deck to uh, just because I thought that'd be nice to play. But I already own it on Switch. So, who knows? Um, yeah, let's move on. So the next thing that they uh, showed off uh, was Forza Motorsport. Now, I might uh, take a seat here because I one have never played a Forza game in my life. Am I pronouncing it correctly, Forza? It is Forza, like pizza, and lots of people say Forza, yeah. and that's fine. You know, if you want to be incorrect yeah. and say Forza instead of pizza instead of Forza, that's fine. You go ahead. What does Jer- What does Jeremy Clarkson say? Who knows? He's a twat. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, yeah, why don't you explain what's going on here and what, what is uh, any good about this? Uh, so, th- so this is a revival of what has been was considered, I think, the mainline Forza games. So these were the originals. Forza Motorsport were the original games that were built to compete with uh, Gran Turismo. Um, so it's um, it's Microsoft's like Gran Turismo series, built by Turn 10 Studios. Uh, versus the Horizon series, which are made by Playground Games and use all of the same models that Turn 10 give them. Um, and they kind of share assets between the games. But Horizon is open world. They're more fun. They're more arcadey. They're not mm-hmm. simulation yeah. games, whereas Forza are simulation racing games. 
So I think they said they've got something like 20 tracks. It's like or 20 destinations, 15 returning, f- uh, five new ones, um, all done with photogrammetry. They've got ray trace global illumination in there. We've got 500 cars, including a bunch of racing cars that have never been before seen in the series. And the cars just look visually stunning, like they always do. Um, but this looks like a true next-gen racing game that I don't think we've seen yet. Gran Turismo obviously came to last-gen as well, so did Force Horizon 5. This will be the first true next-gen uh, racing experience that will be coming to, to Xbox at some point this year. They haven't said a specific date. It's just coming in 2023, and I could easily see that getting pushed back into to next year at this point um if it if not it'll probably be back half of this year november time like forza horizon 5 was but um this this is like a reboot of the franchise that's why there's no moniker on there the last one was forza motorsport 7 this one is just a return to forza motorsport and i'm hoping that means that they um just keep adding courses adding cars and just building on it as a kind of platform like a live service game we don't need multiple sorts yeah. of games on on any generation of console just build one and just keep adding to it because they've got all of there the is stuff a- in there that they need yeah there's a time and a place for live service games and this live service sorry this and fifa and, and games like that i feel like are those those times and places things that that are platforms they are things that build upon they are sort of iterative they grow every year not games that you release and then after a year they shut them down you know um is this did you say forza 7 motorsport 7 when when did that come out is that sort of seven must have been like 2018 2019 oh so they're not like um it's not like a Horizon, then a motorsport, then a Horizon, then a motorsport. No, it's been a, I, that's it's how been a real it's been. hot minute since Forza Motorsport 7 um, came out. Okay. It was 2017, so it's been, at this point, um, six years since we had one. And we've Damn. had two Forza Mo- uh, Horizons since then. We had Forza Horizon yeah. 4, which I think came in, uh, must have been 2019 then. Um, and then we had, no, that was 2018. And then we had Forza Horizon 5 last year. Um, so mm-hmm. expect a Forza Horizon 6 next year or the year after because um, they'll share the assets from this and they're probably already busy building out the next um, the next kind of country that they go to, wherever that may be. Um, but uh, having said that, Playground Games is working on Fable, so it may be that we have to wait a while yeah. for a Forza, another Forza Horizon game. As a recent Games Pass subscriber... Game Pass, Games Pass, whatever, uh, because of the, the game we'll talk about in a moment. Um, I feel like I want to try Forza Horizon for the first time. Never a franchise I've touched or, or thought about. Um, but I feel like I actually would enjoy, you know, going around France or, or Mexico or wherever, they're, wherever they are. Well, Horizon 4 is in, in the UK. fast cars. Think, I think, I is think it? where you live is on there. So uh, you might be able to really? a look around, yeah. Damn. Okay, cool. I look forward to uh, seeing nothing. Um, no, Hertfordshire is a lovely place. I'll, 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 I'll back it actually. Um, so obviously you're going to pick this one up, right? You don't have to. It's on Game Pass. What a stupid question! Um, it's great, but you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll try Forza Motorsport. I don't think they're for the the average Joe to pick up. They're they're for people who no. know they like racing games that have tried them and have played racing games and like simulation. The average Joe, yeah. the Horizon games cater for them. You just want to fuck around yep. with your friends and you want to drive about and smash shit and not worry about your car getting wrecked and not working. You know, you wreck your car in this, yep. the wheel falls off, your car's not going to drive very well or you smash like pieces off of the thing. It's not going to work very well. Whereas in Horizon, it just it runs perfectly. You can't destroy the car. Yeah. 
the only time I've, re- I've ever liked playing games like this or Project Cars or um, Assetto Course, uh, whatever that, I don't know what it's called, is when you have the full setup, you know, the wheel, the yeah. pedals, the gear stick. Because I always like doing the, when I do reverse, I always pop a look behind me as I go, mm-hmm. um, just for the full effect. Just get a second Nothing screen behind, me, behind you. Yeah. What was the, um, do you remember that year of, e- of E3 when Sony were like, this year, no gimmicks? And then they were like, and in Gran Turismo, you can use your PS Vita as the wing mirror. <laughs> or the, 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 was that uh, the same year well, that, that, the um, that he said, uh, no one likes, no, no one wants to play these old games, we believe in generations, and, uh, and you know, there was all of the old Gran Turismo games no, was, behind him. I think this was much older, but oh, it could have been that one. It was the same year as Giant Enemy Crab. Oh, okay. This is the, yeah. This is a like, this is a like historical 2013, 2014, era. something like that. Yeah, like this is a this is a historically accurate game. So here's this giant enemy crab. Anyway, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, the models on this and the visuals on this. Um, but let's move on to something that I am. I'm sorry to say, I have nothing to say about other than okay. This Elder Scrolls Necrom, I believe is how it's pronounced. The latest uh, expansion to Elder Scrolls Online. I've never touched Elder Scrolls Online. Um, I've never. I've barely touched Skyrim and Oblivion, to be honest. Okay, well, um, don't play Elder Scrolls Online if you've not played the mainline Elder Scrolls games. Would just give me a bad, a bad uh, experience, um, will it? Unless you're really into MMOs, then then it's it's not for since you, not but... since I was a, a RuneScape tween. So yeah, no. they're not. It's not for um, me. My my sister adores this game. It's it's her game. She plays it all the time. And for me, it's right. just it's it didn't give me the Elder Scrolls experience I wanted. Um, I mm-hmm. wanted something like uh, a Skyrim online, and it doesn't feel like yeah. that to me. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean that's a shame. I, I've seen gameplay of it, and it doesn't look like that. It just sort of maybe feels more like a, an MMO. But um, yeah, the, the only reason this piqued my interest in any way is because when I looked at the the image yesterday, I missed the direct live, and when I saw the image of the recap, and I saw Elder Scrolls Mythic Online bit Necrom, and I was like, oh my god, they've announced the name for Elder Scrolls Six, and I have got a, another point on the predictions for this year i thought, um, your, I thought your prediction was it had to it didn't have a name and it was just going to be Elder Scrolls six you need to check those predictions yeah. it was that they will announce they will announce the name and i thought this was it uh and it's and it's not um but no i said that it, it would count if it was just Elder Scrolls six because if it, oh, it just okay, needs to that have was it yeah, i remember name. you talking about yeah. it just being Elder Scrolls six and i was like there's no yeah, way yeah, no, uh, but you're, you're just, off the trolley if given. they think they're announcing the name this year. There's no chance now. Well, we'll see, mate. I'm already one point up. How many points are you up? Zero. Well, um, you know, we've got I to the end more... of the year, but we'll get to that. That's fine. I have no more to say about Elder Scrolls Necrom. I'm going to move on to Redfall. I feel like I'm blasting through this. But, well, um... Necrom, like, I, uh, you know, you're not interested at all in checking out Elder Scrolls. Because I think what's, what's interesting about Elder Scrolls Online is this is another one of those silent hits for Bethesda and Xbox in that it has so many subscribers, it's on all platforms, and it plans to stay on all platforms. And this is another one of those ones that Sony kind of, kind of ruins Sony's argument, in that this is going to stay multi-platform. It's an MMO. It makes sense to stay yeah. multi-platform. Why would they take it off of the PlayStation Store when it's existed there for so many years? People have bought the games, and it's going to continue to live there. The same with Fallout 76. And so I, I, really, I really struggle to see Sony's argument outside of Call of Duty. Because Microsoft bought Bethesda, kept all the games there, continue to release games there like this, and it just it's bonkers to me. But 
I agree with you. Don't you worry about that. Um, yeah, I think it's it's yeah. This is like you say, it's just another another proof of of um, like Sony just sort of grasping at straws a little bit. Um, but hey ho. Um, what what has impressed me though about all of these games, especially like um, things like Minecraft Legends and Elder Scrolls Online that are on PlayStation, um, is that every single one of these games that was listed is is going to be on Game Pass, um, which I think is quite. Is it Games Pass or Game Pass? It's, Games it's Xbox Pass. or PC Game Pass. And it doesn't game make sense Pass. if you get more than one game. So I'm with you. It's Games Pass. You can call Thank it what you, you want. Right, okay. sure I'm going to call it Games Pass. Official. I am, I am hosting Sen. I say Games Pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty impressive that the, these games are all going to be, you know, at no point watching this thing do you ever have to go, oh, I'm going to, where am I going to get the money for that? Especially when I saw Redfall, the next game we're going to talk about, pop up on Steam earlier. And it's like £60 on Steam yeah. at launch. Yeah. And yeah, that is, that is. And it's day and day, no right? It's not, in like, it. it's not like PlayStation mm-hmm. service where it is, um, oh, it's going to come to the, the service eventually, but it'll be like at least a year later. And then eventually I'll get yep. to be able to play Returnal or be able to play The Last of Us Part 1. You haven't got to worry about that. It's just. I pay my $120 a year or whatever it costs. And if as long as I play two games, I'm I'm up on the deal. And every single yep. year, there's always more than two games I want to play. There's indie titles that go on there. I was playing Persona 5 Royal through Game Pass. It's like, it makes sense to, to get Game Pass if you have an Xbox. Well, I actually think it makes sense to get Game Pass if you have a PC as well at this point. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've literally, I'm looking at the Game Pass thing as you spoke then, and I'm seeing, you know, I'm quite impressed by... Sonas are on there. They just got added. Um, I want to install Forza Horizon Five when we're done with this. Um, a lot of things I want to check out. Um, not great when I got a game I've actually paid for coming out tomorrow. But hey ho. Um, so oh, I actually just seen that Anthem is uh, is on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, you get uh, you, you get all of EA Play included with Ultimate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Origins. Wow. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Um, Redfall is. This, is, is uh, oh, oh, hold on one second. Is this your first like time you've ever had Game Pass? No, I bought it. I bought a subscription when I wanted to test it out on my phone. It didn't work, so I uninstalled it, and I've just yeah. never got it since. Yeah, the streaming um, shit. Yeah, so I've just never, I've never bothered with it. Never really looked at it. I've, I've recommended it to other people because I know there are certain games on there, or I'll just, um, or I'll just say, yeah, you should definitely try out Game Pass if you want sort of good value. But never have I really delved into it very much um so i am quite impressed by what was on here um it was it was um uh, hi-fi uh, rush that that got me yeah cool i don't want to buy that i want to play that wow. and also tunics on there and you know um i just was able to um uh, through a, a friend um was able to get a copy of uh psychonauts 2 because i didn't want to buy game pass just for that but um, but now I could just have it on there as well. Like you know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of values to be had. And I, as a PC player, didn't think that would be there for me. I thought that was more for Xbox players. Um, and I've never owned an Xbox, so yeah, this is this is impressive. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, and they recently added like mod support as well. They changed how it all works. So you, if you're a PC yes. player, you can mod the games as well. Because I know uh, my partner was playing Snow Runner, and the Steam version used to let you mod. But the Xbox Game Pass version didn't, and now they've added like mod support in, so that they can uh, they can mod the game and play with their friends. Excellent. Yeah, I think my friend when we were playing Minecraft, he had it on Game Pass, and he was just like, "Oh, I can't um, like do a bunch of stuff." And I was like, "Oh, it sucks, it sucks for you, man." Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's actually jump on to 
Redfall, which is a game I remember them announcing and then just let it disappear from my mind until yesterday. Um, they've announced and they've spoken about this it. This is the first... Like, I feel like a lot. Maybe I just don't pay attention to Xbox stuff because I've never owned an Xbox, you know. Um, I, I'm aware of the big things that happened, but maybe not things like this, but um, it's Arcane, right? Um, yes, this is Arcane Austin, not Arcane Leon. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two, they have two studios. I think Arcane um, Austin is responsible for Dishonored and Arcane Leon is responsible for Deathloop. But I will double check that. So this this sort of, at first glance... You know, you could see being a, a death loopy, um, you know, one of those sort of styles of games. But this seems to be their first sort of co-op game, if I'm right. Because um, I didn't know, really know what it was. I assumed it was like a, a Left 4 Dead thing by what people have said about it um, when I was sort of looking into this. Saying, oh no, we've got another Back for Blood, another Left 4 Dead, dead on our hands. But this looks a little bit different to me. This doesn't look like, you know, you're just sort of trawling through shooting things that turn up this seems more about exploration this seems more about um sort of finding your way around and like doing that with friends seems like a lot of fun um yeah so like just this one trailer has kind of like made me a little bit interested i also like the enemies like these these sort of long long-limbed vampires um this, yeah i mean it this, seems like something i might be interested in on game pass this one trailer turned me off i was really really excited to try oh, really? it out because i loved death loop i like what arcane um has to offer i like to pray um, I like uh, I, I've tried Dishonored, but it wasn't it wasn't really for me. Um, and I and I was right. These this is the team that built the original Dishonored and uh, Prey. Um, uh, Deathloop was by Arcane Leon, and Dishonored Two was by Arcane Leon. Um, but okay. I I knew it was multiplayer. I knew what it was going to be. I knew it was going to be like a, a Left for Dead or a Back for Blood, and we squad up and we go out and we we're trying to do these challenges. It looks like you can just go off on your own, and you're not, you don't have to stick in a group. And it is this large sprawling open map that you can kind of have a look around. I guess similar to like a like a phasmophobia, right, where you just you go off doing your own mm-hmm. thing, and you like talk to your friends, and you're just like, oh, I think I've seen something over here, and then everyone can be like, all right. Everyone needs to get to the gas station, or everyone needs to get to this place, or whatever. All right, cool. Um, I was thinking sort of like division from your explanation. There is it anything like the division, or is that I, I can't remember if that's purely um, I you don't, squad up and you stick together. Yeah, I think that's you squad up and you stick together and you complete the challenges. This looks okay. like you can you can stick together, or you can just like fuck off on your own and and mess about, and you, or you can get into position. So like at the moment, if, we're, if mm-hmm. you're watching on YouTube, we're showing footage and someone's playing as a sniper and you can like pick different characters and they each have different skill sets and different weapons and different like um, loadouts and things like that. So I think there's a lot here to unpack and I was, I, I guess I need to give it the benefit of the doubt. I need to give it a try because I loved Deathloop despite thinking before launch that I would hate it. Um, and mm-hmm. so it could be that, you know, me, you, Pete, Sierra all play this or whatever. And we team up and we stream game. Yeah. We, we stream, we stream a game and, you know, we'll, we'll have a great time with it. Or it could be that, you know, I play it a few times and I, it fizzles out for me just like back for blood did. And I think it's probably going to yeah. be more that. And I really think these kind of games, uh, when they're a full price title, really struggled to hold up against free-to-play multiplayer games because people just expect yeah. to not pay for multiplayer games at this point. And it's a real shame. A real shame. $60, that's for each person, right? Let's say you get four of you, whereas you could all be on Fortnite. 
um, having uh, not the same experience, but you know, it's quite similar that you would be in an open world roaming around, calling calling out things, you know. Um, but that's completely free. You haven't had to pay two hundred and forty dollars yeah, between between you to do it. Um, and granted, well, I mean, if you've also, all got Game Pass, it doesn't really matter because you're all going to play it anyway because you've all got yeah. Game Pass. But yeah. if you don't, it is a sixty. It's a sixty dollar purchase for each player, and yeah. that's a very very big ask uh, for a game like this. I think. Yeah, I can see this being a game that I would die a lot in as well because, like, I'm watching the video now. And they're doing a lot of cool stuff that I would just be just be trying to shoot and failing at. I'd, I'd be panicking. So, <laughs> so yeah, that comes out second of May. Um, this was the game we the saw. Trailer. We saw the most of this game, I think. Like, this was the first oh, really? real deep dive that we saw into the gameplay. Out of all of the other games, it was this and Forza Motorsport that they spent the most on. But it was this game in the presentation they dedicated the most amount of time to. I think it was like ten minutes of the presentation mm-hmm. that was just Redfall, and I was kind of surprised by that. I thought that it would just be like a, um, a, a short, you know, here, here's the game, this is what's going to happen, but. Um, I may I may end up just playing the single player and just giving it a try. That's also another option. So, yeah, I mean we'll have to see what happens when it comes out. But um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give this a try. Seeing if it's, it's on Game Pass, um, which is not something I've ever said before. So yeah. yeah, and I think if there's a good loop, like if the if the loop is um, if the loop is like you go out, you like build up your build up your arsenal, and you kind of come back with like the rare weapons and the rare this that, and the other, like you did in Deathloop, and then you can go again. Then I feel like maybe that's enough to keep me coming back because I do like looter shooters. Uh, I, I loved Destiny. I liked the Division. Um, so if that's the kind of loop that this offers, then maybe I could get into it. I hate loot shooters. Actually, uh, thinking about it, didn't I didn't think much of Borderlands or anything like that. So maybe actually that if that's what this is, oh, I think I might be cut off a little bit there. Oh yeah, it's free to try, isn't it? So or whatever the month of Game Pass costs me. Um, so the next, the other, the last game they showed off, uh, we will probably have a little bit of a deeper dive into. But for now, I'm going to do the thing that Pete does where he lists the, name of, the names of the people that keep the mics on around here. Um, I don't know if this list is correct. So if I do miss your name here, I apologize. And if you shouldn't be on my list and you are on my list, you owe us the the cost of being in this space. Uh, I think I think it's at correct. This you know, Jan- January, doesn't right, really, cool. January doesn't really change. It's like it's, it's every month. It changes, All right. So it should be. Good. All right. Okay, fine. Well, this said December when I copied it. So who knows? Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I think that I see some yeah. new people in here. So it should be. Okay, good. Uh, so let's start off. The Patreon producers for January are Anthony Gonzalez, Christian Oliveira, uh, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasamaya, aka Asobi, Mary Berry, Matthew MQC, Ty the Dude, Wakahula, and Zaid Eder. Um, I feel like I could do that off the top of my head, the amount of times I've heard Pete saying it, but thank you very well, much. Some guys. of those people have been from, um, with us from the very beginning, and it's insane to oh, yeah. me because it's like coming up on like two years and they've been a patreon patreon producers for two years so thank you very much everyone and thank you to everyone who you know just gives us anything over on patreon it's much appreciated your name like shows up in the credits you can get our weekly bonus episode um i was gonna say after dark but we haven't done that since since loot pots no one more thing thing now now, isn't it I mean, even even the listeners and the commenters and the people who like it on YouTube and following YouTube, you're all you're all appreciated. We all appreciate. It. I'm sure Pete would say the same if he was here. Yeah. So, the big thing that I've most been most excited to talk about this week, 
and I'm sure you feel the same way, is that the last game they sort of not just showed off in detail, but revealed and released at the Xbox Direct is Hi-Fi Rush. We've mentioned it a couple of times now. Um, it was sort of a surprise mm. drop. Would you call it a shadow drop? Yeah, yeah just, definitely it, um, a shadow drop. Follow-up to Gravity yeah. Rush. Really great game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was another one, wasn't there? It was uh, just Rush. The, yeah, the, yeah, just Rush. The yeah. truck game. Um <laughs> So this is from Tango Gameworks, who works on Ghostwire Tokyo, and there was another game that did before that. Evil Within. I can't quite remember. Um, Evil Within, that's the one, yeah. So it's sort of a, a rare Japanese um, launch from from Xbox. Uh, one, of the, one of the few ex- Japanese um It's their um, only developers Japanese studio, own, I believe. Right? Oh, it's the only one, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, and honestly, when you when you said Evil Within there, I'm looking at this video that's currently playing of this bright and colourful... It's hard to um, believe it's the same sort of cartoony, studio. yeah. Um, but it's even harder to believe considering Ghostwire Tokyo came out last year. Um, no, it I'm, must have been I'm the year right. before at this point. All right, Fiverr, Fiverr. No, it was last year, you're right. They also the... released another game last year called Hero Dice on iOS and Android, which I'd never heard of. Did they? They must be they must be much bigger than I expect them to be then if they're rocking out multiple games in multiple years. Sixty five um, employees, that's it. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's that's very impressive considering what I've played so far. If you haven't seen the game already, uh and you're not watching on YouTube, it's essentially a sort of an action game, almost like a, a hero action game like uh, or character action, sorry. Almost like Bayonetta or something like that, or Astral Chain, with very much like a jet set radio cell shaded cartoony style. But the gimmick here is that uh, I'm not using gimmick in a, a derogatory way either, is that everything is rhythm-based. It's it's uh, set to a beat of the music, and you attack in the beat of the music, you dodge in the beat of the music, you dash in the beat of the music. Everything you do is to the beat. And the enemies are also on the beat too. And, and, and um, just items we, in the world, just like bouncing in the background, yeah. just like to the beat. Yeah, everything really sort cool. of moves and... Yeah, because what that does is it really helps you as you're fighting, um, because you have to attack on the beat to sort of do the most damage and avoid getting hit, um, is that sort of lets you, helps you keep in time. There is a way to do it with the UI, but if you turn that off and you just sort of like immerse yourself in feeling what the world around you is sort of doing, it almost becomes a bit easier for you to just sort of like get in the rhythm as you're hitting and dodging and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so what's cool though to- is like there is like the contingency they've put in that if you need to, you just press the cheese slices button on your controller and bring up like a thing on the screen or you can visually yeah. see and hit the button in time, yeah. which is which is nice because I remember it reminded me a lot of um, as the, the kind of moment-to-moment gameplay. The only thing I can think that was even remotely similar was like a cadence of Hyrule where you're like attacking yeah. on the beat and like you get bonuses to if you like hit on the actual beat and getting into the music which itself, really, really cool. Which itself is Crypt of the Necrodancer. You know, you're, yeah. you and the enemies are all moving. You know, every step you take, every move you make, uh, every attack you do is on the beat, you know, which, which again, when I was playing Cadence of Hyrule, I remember having that, I am moving and attack, attack, step, attack. And I had that with this where it's like, cool, X, X, Yeah, y, I know, but break, like the music y, changes. Attack. So like, it's not like the yeah. beat's always the same, like the music can change mm-hmm. in, in Hi-Fi Rush, which yeah. is really cool. And like, there's different types of attacks that you can do. And like, the movement's not based on the beat. And I like the fact no. that you can hit and miss the beat on the first one, but it'll always hit on the beat. So the first one can you can yes. just hit whenever you want, but then the next ones will like line up with the beat. If so, like the fr- the fridge or the vending machine dude like gives you hints on like um, how to how He's to play the game well, which is smidge. Which is is pretty, a- <laughs> it's very weird. 
Um, it is. It's, it's good, though. I mean, I, I look at that kind of fridge character. I look at the fridge characters in, like, Ukulele, which is just one of the most disgusting pieces of character design I've ever seen in my life. And I think it's just so much better. But you, you're right that they have... When I first saw this, I was like, oh, no, like, what if I'm not... Uh, super rhythmic dude like I think I am and I'm going to be messing up the whole time like like when I play try and play Beat Saber or something I just mess up but yeah once you do that first hit what happens is if you miss the beat the attack doesn't happen until the beat happens anyway mm-hmm. and then it then the game says if you just attack when your attack hits you're going to be on the beat anyway because if you hit then you know just off beat and then the attack hits and then you just keep tapping on the beat of you hitting and you're yeah and then they have like a clap sound if you want to do that combo that's like in between like you want to give the clap and then you can kind of come back so there's like a lot of stuff in there and a lot of visual clues as well even Mm -hmm. someone who's not musically like in any way talented but i do love rhythm games i am really good at beat saber so like I, I'm pretty. I I got the hang of this. I got like a fairly few S ranks like across the board when I was yeah, going through the first yeah. stage, which was nice. Um, How did you end the first stage? What was your score on the first stage? I don't remember. Oh. Like at, like because it comes up with all of them, and then like gives you an yeah, then an you get like the score a, at the end. I don't. I think yeah, it was I think I got a rank. Because like yeah. the first ones I did, where I was atrocious, like I wasn't getting it, getting it at all. So I like, had and like the final boss. I was like, my partner ended up coming in and was talking to me. So, like, the time to clear it, I took ages on it. Like, the, in time, I was fine, but the time to clear was, like, a C, and it really dragged my score down. But I could see myself wanting to go back and, and like, trying to get these scores up, which is which is unusual. My score got dragged down because I've got I've got Cat here. Well, I was I was like I've, I'm sorry I've really got to play this game for the podcast, and I was on that boss, and uh, she was like, oh, I've got some work drama. Um, for you and I, yeah, you and I hear the looked over for a split second, and I uh, got my my only death of the whole sort of first level, and that knocked my score down quite a lot. So that was a shame. Um, but I think I've, I was really worried when the dialogue was first. Sorry, the the trailer was first on that. The dialogue did seem a little bit cheesy for my liking. Like the I first line, obviously, you set a you set a precedent when you say, "Oh yeah, that's me." How did I get here? Blah blah. blah. Like I get that. And then there were some bits where I was just like. <sighs> You know, after me doing a lot of complaining about Forspoken in the last couple of weeks, I was worried this was going to be a sort of a similar situation. But the game's actually quite funny. Um, reminds me a lot of Ratchet and Clank or old Ratchet and Clank. Oh, I like... thought it was. I thought it was really funny. And it, you're right when you compare it to like a Jet Set Radio. It's it's got the visual style, but it's also got like a vibe of a Dreamcast game. I really thought it mm-hmm. was. It, it's got. It's really charming. And and yeah. I, I I love it. I love this. I love the premise. I love the story. The fact that this evil megacorp like incorporates an iPod into your chest by mistake, yeah. and like now all of a sudden everything you do is in time with the music of whatever was playing on your iPod. It's like it's awesome. I I, I just I, I I'm in love with the game. Like I've had yeah, a couple of really bugs. Impressed. Like I had a point where I had to completely restart the game because I you know it's like it goes into like at one point it goes into like a two D side scrolling platformer yep. which was really cool, but like the second shortcut that where the the yellow kind of um, elevator falls down, it wouldn't then scroll across the screen. So as I walked off, I kept falling down a hole. It was really right. fucking strange. And then when I just restarted the game, it it worked absolutely fine. Um, but you'll you play- have to restart. The whole game, no? No, I, I went rent a title and then just like came back. In right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it took me back to the checkpoint, which I think was at the beginning of that that 2D side-scrolling section, which was very unexpected for me. I wasn't expecting that at all. And I wasn't expecting the sheer amount of platforming that's in the game either. Uh, I think mm-hmm. 
the the world and the platforming, I don't know if you've ever played it, reminds me of Sunset Overdrive, which I guess is similar in concept to, to Ratchet and Clank. It's obviously yeah, by Insomniac. So. Um, but I think like v- visually it looks like that. It's so colourful, it's so vibrant, it looks like a comic book. It's just, yeah. I can't say enough good about this game. So far this has been the game of 2023, and I know we're only like three weeks in but we've had some big titles released for spoken's mm. come out we've had um the new fire emblem game and i think for, for, for me in terms of the hype that's around it hi-fi rush has has kind of surpassed those and it's kind of insane considering we didn't even know about this game until yesterday it has come out of nowhere and and i'm yeah i'm very impressed with with this um yeah like you like you like with you i'm sort of quite in love with this and i've, I've sort of not really been being able to get into games recently uh this this year just because i've been playing a lot of marvel snap and if i've not been doing that i've been doing other things i've just been waiting for like the one game that gets me started last year it was elden ring this year i thought it was going to be dead space turns out it's hi-fi rush and uh who who knew because i didn't plan to be playing this at all um i'm really excited to be to be playing this um really excited to um sort of play some more of this alongside um dead space i'm even tempted to put off dead space for a little while just to play through this because the 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 full price for this on steam is 26.99 which makes me think this is going to be a shorter title so i think i might be able to finish this one quicker keep being in that pace before i pick up dead space and um you know instead of playing to the beat i'm just running in the opposite direction and uh, standing completely still to avoid uh going in and seeing what's making all those noises mm-hmm. so uh, yeah this is, this is definitely is... one Apparently eight hours, according um, to how long to be. Okay. Um, I would say it's probably about eight, um, eight levels. Then I would. Yeah, I they're know. about an hour. The fact that there's already, the fact there's already a, an average on how long to be after after less than twenty four hours or around twenty four hours. Only, that's crazy. only nine people that have played it, so it's no, okay, you know, fine. it could quite easily fine, change. Fine, fine. Um, but I, I, I'm so impressed with it, and I think for me, it's like it's exciting. It's the first real xbox exclusive in like two years that i think anyone gives Mm -hmm. a shit about and especially when you line this up with playstation's big exclusive of the last week which is forspoken it's like wow they could not be worlds apart in terms of style in terms of game in terms of gameplay and in terms of where people actually think of the game and pricing right one's a 70 Mm dollar title one's like 26 26 dollars or it's 20, i think it's 30 dollars it's like it's a 40 dollar yep. difference there there's clearly a much smaller team that worked on this title but it's like it oozes quality for me it's like oh yeah it's so well made it runs at a solid 60 fps on the steam deck yep. and i might talk a bit more about that on um the steam deck podcast this week because i was really surprised at how well it it performed it just it like on high settings solid 60 across the board is great did you buy it on Steam? This yes, I bought it on Steam. I was going to try streaming it I, from my Xbox to um, mm-hmm. the Steam Deck, but it's very, very clear that you need it to be as latent as possible. So you want to, yes. you want to be able to like hit yes. the buttons in time. So I was like, if I stream it from my Xbox to my Steam Deck, it's not going to be very good. And I really wanted to play this mm-hmm. one handheld. Um, it feels like a perfect handheld game. I've been playing it in bed, um, which has been nice. Nice. Well, you were going to ask me something about playing on PC earlier, but um, I think I interrupted. So you're you. you're what playing this one through Game Pass. Um, on yes, PC. Game Pass on PC. Yes, yeah. Um, which have, I have had a couple of issues with it, but I don't know if that's um, 
launch issues or my hardware or anything like that but i've had a couple of um of crashes um but yeah other than that it's been perfect you know i'm running it in 4k um i'm getting a good 60 fps um just using a controller yeah it's great the the, the keyboard um the mouse and keyboard controls though it's, it's odd because it's left click for light attack right click for heavy attack so you are sort of like click 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 you know to, to do it which i think works better than sort of buttons why on um, earth would you want to but... play it with a, key, a mouse i just i can't yeah some people do some people like playing with mouse and keyboards and i i mean some people play dark souls with mouse and keyboard and i phew, couldn't see it um but yeah this is a game i think highly worth checking out on game pass if you've not if you somehow missed it or you have weren't aware it was out yet or um you know for any reason anything what we've said has has uh, interested you go play like a very early game of the year contender that's popped out of nowhere why, why not treat yourself well especially um, if you like this genre of game like if you like i think like action platformers and then also adding some some rhythm a shitload of mm-hmm. style shake it all up and you've got like hi-fi rush it's it's really great great soundtrack from um black keys and nine inch nails mm-hmm. it's like it's, yeah i was really impressed it's with, like really good nails. music that you're playing to which is really yeah. fun um there's like a streamer mode you can turn on as well um so if you are streaming the game you can like just use their uh original copyright for your free music that they've they've licensed um which is like available for anyone to stream so that was it was quite cool that they they thought of that and put that provision in um but yeah i i i can't say enough good about hi-fi rush and um no. i really i really think everyone should should go check it out I, I know you said if you've got game pass you should check it out. i think you should go and buy this game on steam even if uh you don't have game pass and you just want to play it on steam deck or you want to play it on on your yeah. pc it's it's fantastic if you told me this was a full price sort of 50 quid 60 quid game i would believe you it just has that sort of like sunset overdrive you know that that sort of feeling of a um, of a strong Xbox exclusive that you pay a, a full price I for, think I guess. It, so. it brings up an interesting question about pricing, though, right? Because you said, well, this was this is only priced at thirty dollars or twenty six ninety nine in the UK. So does that 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 probably means it's a shorter title? And I don't under I I cannot figure out where kind of the line is drawn because I know a lot of people are just like, well, you know, we don't price games based on um, amount of con like the how long it will take you to beat the game, right? But there's got to be a factor in it somewhere and maybe this is a, a longer discussion for a different show but but for me if i was paying like 70 dollars for for a game that was like three hours long i'd probably feel a little bit cheated that's uh in some ways is resident evil games at, at times if you're not the kind of person that plays through them a load of times you could bash out resident evil 2 remaking like four hours that's really. true people do speed yeah. running right Red- they resident evil price. 2 remake though specifically has like the multiple playthroughs that you will want to play yeah resident evil 3 remake i can agree with you i played that in like three and a half yes. hours yeah i think i'd be in about that too um but i didn't give a shit because I, think... I love resident evil yeah oh yeah i had a good i had a good time so yeah i'm very much looking forward to uh, discussing resident evil 4 with you when that comes out um i think let's end today with a little brag from me um uh if that's okay with you steve no it's not i'm fuming okay all right fine so if you are a regular listener you may have seen a couple of weeks ago we did our prediction for 2023 i wasn't expecting uh to sort of be ahead so quickly of course you um, were you your, knew your... when the game was coming out that's of course I you don't were think i did 
I don't think I did. I think I was quite surprised when I saw it was out in two days when I, when I saw people complaining about it. But um, uh, you're, I think your dad's correct in that I am going to be winning so far. Um, so Forspoken um, released this uh, week and the review embargo, I think, lifted on the day it came out uh, or the day before. Yeah, a lot like of that. people didn't get copies. Um, no, I saw that. Yeah, I think it ended up with around sort of a 66 to 69 Metacritic score. And I had said that it would be under 80. Oh, sorry. Originally, I said under 75. Steve let me get an extra five in there. Um, Sound good like that. And it ended up being, you are very nice. And I didn't need it. Um, I feel a little bit vind vindicated. Is that the word I'm looking for here? I think so. When I have been saying for like a while, I don't think, I think this game looks dodgy. I think this game looks like an Unreal Engine 5 demo. Like, you know, it looks. Is it even in some Unreal ways, Engine 5 isn't an Unreal Engine 4 game? Well, I probably managed Unreal Engine 4. It just looks like an Unreal Engine demo, essentially. Um, and it just looked odd it's, and it's mashed together. And... Oh. So now, okay. Well, they've, they've done a very good job of making it look like an Unreal Engine game. Um, did you, I mean, uh, uh, start again. Is you, are you still in any way, or were you ever in any way interested in this game, Steve, at all? Oh, God, no. Um, I wasn't interested in this game at all. I don't like right. Final Fantasy games. And then on top mm -hmm. of that, you've got an annoying fucking glove that won't shut the hell up. Yeah. It's just talking to you the whole game, and I'm just like, please stop. I just do not... I saw oh, I saw that footage, and I was just like, this has completely dissuaded me from ever even trying this game. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the fact that it's a £70 game. I just... I refuse to pay that price for any game. I still no, haven't I paid £70 for a game, and I, I don't think I ever will. I'll always wait for them to go down, go down in price. This is the kind of game that I think we'll see for, like, 30 quid back half of this year and people are just be like okay yeah it's probably worth checking out or it'll come to game pass yeah. when it loses like its exclusivity next year and we'll just be like yeah i'll finally check out forspoken then i agree with you i sort of think it does anything for me i feel like there's too much you know every single time they release a new trailer and i was like oh there's a, a loot menu oh there's you know <laughs> this you know the first trailer i was like i'm into this you know that seems like quite a cool protagonist and then they really leaned into that but um i don't want to bog down too much into this because I, I haven't played the game enough to make any sort of solid statements um but i am winning the predictions and i really wish pete was here for me to rub this in his face because uh, i actually like to think of you as my comrade and i'm going to share the trophy with you uh, when i get oh, i like Steve, to hear so. that so we can chisel off in bassy trophy off of that thing then yes yes Do you know i call I, it I, the, the this gonna be the flip screen trophy i'm sorry uh yeah i agree but i i don't know it's like um i feel like yes you've got the points so far but I also feel like that Metacritic score could turn around, and it was very unlikely to change. But by the end of the year, it might increase, you know? You never know. It's not going to increase by, like, fucking 14 points, though, is it? Uh, what, so we're saying if they do, like, an Xbox release and they fix a bunch of stuff and they review, they have, like, a second bout of reviews that, that yeah. it's going to be... Yeah, then it could, you yeah. know, it could... Or people might re-review the game. I don't know. It's a very unlikely. Not, I think you've got that one I'm not bag. scared. I'm not yeah. scared. Um... So, yeah, let's look forward to hopefully more uh, dubs in the coming weeks for for me, for you, and not for Pete. So, um, no, I'm joking. Pete's going Pete's gonna to have a couple. He's got a couple of good ones in there. Um, well, yeah, I'm just looking at the list now. You've got some on here that need to come soon pretty quickly. So, Elden Ring expansion released by the end of June. June. That's June. They You've could, got they could Tears of the Kingdom featuring releasing. Zelda as a playable character. We better see that soon because we haven't seen a deep dive into um, Tears of the Kingdom at this point. So, that's got to be coming soon. Yeah, I agree. Um, other than that, you're also all like, yeah, it could be any time this year. 
you know. Let's just see how we go. Um, I think that's probably the end of the show then. Uh, I feel like that feel, it has been a quick one, but I think it's just because we've been talking about the one topic the whole time, um, as opposed to last week where we were scrapping over two topics for an hour and a half. Yeah, um, yeah, after scrapping with Pete for an hour before. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Pete uh, complains about my handbrakes, but but remember when we had like a three-hour um, game of the year episode because he spent like ten minutes talking about his number ten pick. <laughs> <laughs> I should have spent that long talking about Wordle. Let's be honest, that was the real. Yeah, thing, I, really. I'm. You were. You were right. You were. You were right. And I. I will never. Um. I'll never deny that. Uh. <laughs> thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh. This has been a fun show. Um. Steve, has we got anything else going on? Have I? Have is we got a, anything is there else a going game on? club? You know what? There is a game club. Max is coming out next Wednesday. It's episode two of the Persona 5 Game Club, so go check that over at... Uh, uh, let me start that again. Go check that out over at youtube.com slash flipscreengames. And we're also going to be putting the episode up on Patreon as an audio. So if you prefer listening to your podcast in an audio format, I'll be putting those up um, this week for you. So if you want to go subscribe over there, that's patreon.com slash flipscreengames. Um, you can, you'll get the, the, the feed at any level, so you can just give us two dollars if you want um if you want that feed um and you can also check out our website flipscreen.games it's got links to everything come join us in the discord come say hello max is never on discord he misses out on vital essential news but i'm there and you can come say hello to me and pete and just say everyone else in the community all of the names we mentioned at the at the top of the patreon producers they're all there um making memes and sharing stuff and it's it's good fun good community come check it out Flip, flip screen games is only as strong as its community and, it is uh, and i i stand by that and and, and i want i've never got a bad thing to say about them uh, and before we end i i want to wrap up max with um what you thought the of the presentation overall and i want to ask everyone listening especially if you're on youtube leave a comment what was your favorite game that was announced and were you disappointed impressed like what what grade would you give it are you asking me yeah, everyone, you and the listeners. Do you want me to do it now or do you want me to leave a comment? <laughs> you can do it now, Max. Okay, right. fine. I'm confused about what the format is here. Um, I think overall, had I been paying attention to this and I knew what it was going in, I would have I would have probably been... Uh, I wasn't disappointed with it because I think Hi-Fi Rush was really... Hi-Fi Rush was really cool. Um, I, I'm going to say that was a solid... C. That's where I land with it. It's a C. Like yeah, it was, it was solid, cool. but like Elder Scrolls on, Online, you have to really be into it. Yeah. It's just a cinematic trailer. Forza Motorsport. I felt like we didn't really see anything new that they hadn't already shown us, other than just telling us a bit more information about yeah. the game. Minecraft Legends. I think again, it's got to be a game for you, and I don't know who that game really is for. And I think mm -hmm. Hi-Fi Rush and Redfall are really the two standout things there. And obviously Hi-Fi Rush was a really great surprise, but I feel like we probably could have ended it with like um, a, a sizzle reel or something with like a look forward to the rest of 2023, maybe announcing the Starfield uh, star presentation at the end of that one. And she'd be like, uh, like Todd Howard comes in and be like, isn't that great? And, you know, like I'm going to be talking about um, Starfield in two weeks time or whatever, the end of February or where, whenever it's going to be. And also, you know, talk about the Xbox showcase that's happening. Because they announced that after the fact anyway. And I feel like that would have really hyped people up to see it and see Starfield there. And, like, 
maybe and like talk about the fact that they're going to reveal a release date for that game soon mm-hmm. um and i think that would have really just um really just wrapped it all up for me just like seeing seeing a little bit more of what we're going to get in 2023 because i really yeah. hope i really hope this isn't it this plus starfield i don't think is enough for a really solid year for yeah. xbox i i do think they did a great job of getting ahead and you know saying this is what you can expect whereas um you know Nintendo does some stuff like that. Uh, they they try. Like, they do oh, try. They're like, yeah. it's 45 minutes focused on this. No new games will be announced. And it's just like, okay, yeah. but we're still going to tune in and we're still going to hype it up yeah, and pretend yeah, yeah. that there's we're new games going to be, be announced. Oh, but the rumors said there would be games. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I think that was a solid, solid scene. I'm, I'm hoping that they sort of keep doing things like this because I feel like whenever I've seen Xbox shows before, the last one I watched is when they... I think they announced Scorn, so we're talking like it must have been 2020, or they announced that Scorn was going to be like an Xbox exclusive. Mm. I think it was something like that. 2020 was the last one I watched. And I remember just thinking like, this is dull. This is they've not got this down at all. But maybe this one is. Uh, is a bit I think it was better. like inside Xbox or Xbox. Only yeah, or inside like Xbox that. or yeah, at, at Xbox or yeah. yeah. They stopped doing it. They just there was just like the format didn't work, and they just stopped doing it, which I think was yeah. a wise decision. Just cut their losses and. Come up with something, something fresh, again. and this seems to be a format that that works. Yep, they're uh, they are keeping it. Uh, they yeah, they can keep trying, can't they? Um, so I think that one uh, can wrap up there. And thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I don't know which direction you are. One of these guys is uh, Steve, and one of them is nothing. And uh, I'm Max. And thank you very much. I'll catch you in my next one. <laughs> <laughs>